Welcome to How to Eat Less Water, the podcast for anyone who's concerned about the state of our environment and wants to live more sustainably, but is short on either time, money, ideas, or all three. I'm your host, Florencia Ramirez, author of the award-winning book, Eat Less Water, and a kitchen activist. I share bite-sized action steps anyone can implement in their kitchen. Why the kitchen? The average person eats between 500 to 1,300 gallons of virtual water every day. Our food is the best place to turn our hope for a better environment into action. Now, let's dig in and grow well-being together. Welcome to the How to Eat Less Water podcast. I'm your host, Florencia Ramirez. Thank you so much again for joining me today to learn action tips that you can start to implement today to make changes that are positive for yourself and for the environment. And that really is the crux of the th- why I do this is because I truly believe when we take control of our food choices, we absolutely are part of the solution of what is happening on this planet in regards to both climate and of course, water. But to take control of our food choices means we need to be more engaged in the process, which includes cooking more often. It's interesting. I was looking at some of the most recent statistics around home cooking. And it turns out that one of the positive results of the pandemic is the number of people cooking increased, which has reversed a downward trend of both meals cooked at home and minutes spent cooking daily. Time will tell if this trend of more home-cooked meals sticks because we've already seen, I know I've seen in my own behavior, more eating out than I did before. But I think at least for myself, have really returned to my pre-pandemic behaviors of going out about once a week. But my hope is that as folks discovered the upside with cooking at home from the increased health that you feel and more money saved, and just to spend a few beats on money saved, the average markup for food when you eat out is 200 to 300% more, that's correct, than when you cook at home. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the average person, okay, this is just one person, my family, for example, where we're five, the average person spent $3,030 on food away from home in 2021, but because of the pandemic, this year is closer to what it was in 2019, when the average person spent about $3,500 a year. It sounds like it's way too much and that's not what you spend, but when you break that down to 52 weeks, that's $67 per week or $9.61 per day. 
So cooking at home, even cooking using high quality organic ingredients from small scale farms, like the types of farms that I really encourage you to support, you are spending well below a 200 to 300% markup when you eat out. And I enjoy the act of eating out as well as much as anybody else, not necessarily because I don't want to do the cooking and cleaning but more because I really enjoy having that time with the kids. When I go out to eat, it is about bringing everybody together around a table that you can't leave or you don't want to leave because I have teenagers. So that's why I've done it really intentionally about building the relationships with my teenagers more than that I really want to go out to eat. Often, like for example, I'm not a big breakfast person out, but my kids really enjoy that act of going out to breakfast. So I find that I actually eat breakfast first and then order something very small when I'm out to eat. Then I could still really enjoy them and they are really enjoying the meal and the experience. But when we cook at home, it is the place that we are in control and we have the power to then change or to reverse the trends that are happening globally to our planet. And I know for myself, it feels empowering to know that I am part of the solution. I was so touched yesterday because my son, Joaquin, turned 17. And for the second year in a row, he cooked dinner for the family, not just our immediate family, but wanted to extend the invitation to his grandparents and to his aunts. It was an act of love and generosity to witness. When I'm doing it, I'm not thinking of it in the same way, although it is the same, that it is an act of love to cook for others. But to watch your kids then do it was just really special. For me. And then it also opened up kind of new perspective around the act of cooking that we take, whether it's a large party or it's just for yourself, which you are the most important person in your life and you should treat yourself well, just in the same way that you would treat somebody else coming into your kitchen and offering them a meal. I always like to think of that for myself because during the day I'm often by myself. And during lunch, it's easy then to rush to get myself something to eat. And sometimes the way that I will slow down and make myself something, even if it's mostly just leftovers, is I think, what would I do if I had a friend here? How would I approach this differently if I had a friend here? And then it changes the way I set the table for myself and in my presentation on my plate. So this is for one person or for a larger party, really these, what I'm calling the four acts of cooking. And it helped me to observe Joaquin go through the process for me to put this together, for it to fall into place at like one of those aha moments for me. The first of the four acts is to plan the meal. And I watched Joaquin as he was researching a recipe for jambalaya. 
He really wanted to make jambalaya. That's what he made last year with some cornbread, but he didn't want to use a recipe that we always use, which is a recipe in that Disney cookbook, which is a good recipe, but he wanted something different. And so through that process, he was very intentional around choosing a recipe that he liked. He was also doing the research between Creole and Cajun style jambalaya, which I didn't know the difference. It comes down to the tomatoes, apparently. And also the difference between a Southern cornbread, which doesn't use sugar, which is what he opted to do, versus a type that we he normally makes. So that was part of Act One, which was the plan, the meal plan, and being intentional and enjoying that process. The second act is the shopping. Another word that came to me for the first time when I started to think about this as a four acts is instead of calling it shopping, to really lean into the word procuring, which is a word that I'll hear chefs use, but it isn't something that I had adapted into my own vocabulary around food shopping. Procuring is to obtain something with care. And in this case, food, our food with care. And that's really what I talk about, isn't it? That's how I eat less water. That's how I grow well-being, is to procure my food. The next act is cooking. Joaquin started cooking around 5 o'clock, and the guests were arriving around 6.30. Watching him just in the kitchen, moving with such ease was beautiful to witness. And I was around. I said, when you need me to to help you, just let me know. And at one point, he asked if I could chop the tomatoes. And so I got in there and started helping him. And there we were, the two of us working side by side in the kitchen, which is one of the things I love the most about cooking is when you can do it with others. And that so that process was really great. And I was cleaning up. I was just acting as his sous chef, letting him take the lead. And I was just um, there to assist when he needed me, but mostly just cleaning up so that it wasn't a lot at the end. And then the last act is the serving. And I find that this is a part that sometimes we skip over, especially when I'm by myself or... Yeah, it it happens when I'm by myself, but don't skip out on that last act, which is to set the table. For me, what that looks like simply is a clean table, like nothing else on there, like a white canvas, and simply putting down placemats. They're ones that I really like. The cloth napkins, which is what we always use as a cloth napkins. That simple act sets the stage, I guess you could say. It sets the stage for everyone to come together to share this meal that was made with Joaquin's love and generosity for his family. Those four acts to plan to procure the ingredients, to cook, and to serve it on a surface that fosters gratitude for the food, whether it's for yourself or to share with others. So I'm going to leave it there. I hope you've enjoyed this and got some good ideas for yourself and can infuse this energy around the four acts of a meal. 
in your daily round. Thank you so much for joining me today and have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday with the people you love. Be well. Let's stay connected. Sign up for my newsletter and receive more tips in your inbox weekly and 15% off your first purchase at the Eat Less Water Shop. You can also find me on your favorite social media space at Eat Less Water. Please remember to hit subscribe and leave a review, even if it's only the star rating, because every one of them will increase the chances of other like-minded folks to find us. Thank you for joining me on this journey to Eat Less Water. Together, we will write the story of well-being for this planet we have the privilege to call home. Meet you back here every Wednesday. There is power in the collective.